This is the Copper Crab Podcast. I'm Cheney Crab. Naveen Copperweiss here. Ben K. Shout out to our sponsors, Direct Sound Headphones, Moon Juice CBD by Jade Rabbit. I actually, I really like my Direct Sound Headphones. We I've been our, using them to track. Yeah. We got our boy Rain and Bozio back. Back. Round two. Attack. You're the first person who has done the podcast twice, Raiden. I know. I, I knew we would set all sorts of milestones, you know? This is a milestone. The first I person to it. do it twice. I was thinking... I'm, the guest so nice, you had to have me twice. <clears throat> That's right. That's true. You are a good guest. And and with that, we're going to crack open a little brewski. Nice. Hi-oh! Hey-oh. Oh, wait. Is that a Vox and Hops brew? Yes. Yes. What do is you it? See, do you see the... Our friend, Eddie oh, yeah. Torres, rock and roll beer guy. Awesome. I don't really listen to podcasts. And that's this beer that I'm drinking right now as I'm on a podcast. Oh. So, you know, we're, we're breaking ground today. <clears throat> what kind of a beer is that? It is a modern American lager. It's a really nice, actually. It's nicely hopped, but it's still chuggable. And okay. uh, that's that's a good thing. That's what we want. We wanted a uh, we, as if I was part <laughs> of this. <laughs> Eddie Eddie wanted by way of my influence (laughs) Eddie wanted yeah something that you could chug and and, yeah like something you could drink when you're in the like the parking lot of the comedy store you know what I mean something you could just crank down before you got to go in and pay for two $12 Coors Lights you know right it's a pre-gamer so your friend has a podcast and made that beer yeah, Eddie. yeah. Do you know, I know him do you know as well. Eddie? I yeah. don't. I don't think Naveen knows him, but I know Eddie. Eddie's a fucking man. He has a great podcast called Rock and Roll Beer Guy Podcast. And oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah as all our homies yeah, I've, on it. I've done know? it. Yeah, yeah. He's awesome. And when I was on that podcast at the time, I knew nothing about beer. It was probably mm. it was probably five or six years ago, and it was before I got really into going to breweries and drinking beer. Yeah, but Damn. but yeah, he's got a good podcast. But what have you been Love up to, Raynan? OMG. All sorts of shit. Life is ramping back up, guys. We're back. We're back in action. I'm playing shows yeah. every freaking weekend. I got my, like, last month, or what was it, May May or June, my whole calendar for July and August just filled up. Okay. It was, it was amazing. With it's so funny because, yeah. That's the new, that? the new band that you're in? Chain Flower, and then I'm also doing uh, this California country band called Mike Dawson and the Smoking Kills, okay, and I'm right. doing my cover band Mothership, and I'm just doing you know one-off gigs, whatever. Whoever will hire me, whenever they'll hire me. What kind of covers you, know, you guys do? Uh, everything from Foo Fighters to Led Zeppelin, baby. Right. Any three doors classics. down in there or what? No, dude, I wish, man. You know, I think we we almost did a Nickelback song one time, though. I I, I tried to guess it. This is how you remind oh, yeah. me. The, that was like the first Nickelback hit, I think. That was, I don't, dude. There's a song that Chad Kroger did with uh the vocalist of Saliva. Yes. Called Hero. Oh, wings of an yeah, I, I fucking love that song. No, I, I really like that song. I can't, uh, you know. So you do vo- you do vocals in the cover band, obviously. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. You know, actually, though, for the country band, they gave me a vocal mic, um, and, and oh, I wow. haven't sang. Big any mistake. Back- yeah. 
Keyword key game. Because you're going to start talking. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Wow, you guys know me so well. I'm really glad that this I mean, this you get a mic. Are you speaking in between songs now? You're doing like a little... Oh, one hundo. I know. <laughs> so, That's why you have a mic. <laughs> so like um, for Dawson and Smokey Kills, we played Austin the other day and we flew out. It was like a 26 hour day, like just flew in that morning, flew out the next morning. Damn. And um, I haven't been singing any background vocals or whatever, but I've been playing these songs enough and it's like it's pretty easy shit. The drum beats aren't complicated enough to where I have to like think about it mm -hmm. while singing like I could just sing this shit you know oh, whatever yeah, for sure. so they were like for some reason they decided to give me a vocal mic at, on the Austin show and I was like mm -hmm. I, I'm probably not going to use this you know what I mean cut to about four beers later right. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like I'm singing you can go to hell I'm going to Texas <laughs> and all this shit and then yeah dude wow. as soon as like I'm all about the in-between banter, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, I had to cut a promo on the Austin crowd because they were being very L.A., you know, okay. it was not it was not a typical Austin crowd. So I, I gave it to him. I was like, yo, you know, it's funny that we're playing all these songs about Southern California because this feels like Southern California in that I'm watching an L.A. show and everybody has their arms fucking crossed. Yeah. Negative. You know what I mean? Standing totally. there at their phone. I thought this is fucking Texas. Get the fuck up. Get wild. Blah, blah, blah. You know, you, you got to abuse them a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you riled them mm -hmm. up. Now, did it riled. work? Did that work? Or did it they... worked. It 100 like, worked. Awesome. You know, I negged them a little bit okay. and then they came back. All right. Nice. Um, but you know what? I need to take a take a pause real quick for the cause because not not that I'm advertising anything right for now. For the cause. <laughs> but I wanted to do this before we got started. But we just this is how we go. We just roll into the conversation. Yeah. I got some of that shit that fucking Uncle Joey smoked. I got Dang. the the Joey Diaz weed right here. Damn. And in honor of Uncle Joey, we got to do a big ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's right. awesome. Before what, we get this started, what strain? It is. seems like you're getting it started for sure. I know it's getting started. <laughs> Let's see. What is this? I don't know. I think, I th oh, I think it's just, I don't know, but it's called laughing gas. It's good shit. So I'm into it. That's probably the strain. Yeah. Yeah. For me, that wouldn't um, be laughing gas. That would be um, mental institution <laughs> padded room. I would be, gas. it would be laughing gas for me because I'd be laughing at how high yeah, you would it'd be. You would be. Maybe they, that would be the gas they'd have to give me to calm me down. No, that wouldn't work though. <laughs> I'd be out of my, f I don't know. I'm the really paranoia sorry. gas. That's like the stuff that the Joker gives. Yeah. In, uh... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Actually on the last episode, uh, like I hurt my back, not on the episode, but I, uh, this is a story. I hurt my back and then God damn it. I was really hoping that somehow during the episode, you he hurt, hurt his back. Yeah, I tried to do a backflip so... and no, then Cheney, <laughs> you had, you had just a really, a really like a uh, colorful response to something. You're like, oh! <laughs> that would suck actually i'll be right back might make for a funny podcast but yeah oh, we like cheney got these uh cbd gummies but they have like some thc in it <laughs> just a touch of thc yeah. to remind you of the good old days and dude i took like a sliver of it and it was like i i, I figured out that i think i had one milligram the one milligram yeah, one second. milligram and I was kind of stoned. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. So I'm that much of a lightweight when it comes to weed. Well, I mean, if you don't smoke all the time, it just is 
it's brutal yeah no shit so you took it and that's how you hurt your back like eating no 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 i hurt my back like last sunday just doing squats being an idiot that's how you do it yeah and, uh, it's been like real hurt <laughs> dude that fucking happened to me oh my god it's so crazy so right after we had our last podcast yeah. i was talking about how like amazing my life was and how i'm just on top of the fucking world boom i got hit with fucking <laughs> i got hit with the magic three dude yeah all sorts of fucked up shit happened so like one my car got totaled two oh. i hurt two i hurt my back yeah. and three like i couldn't work out or work for like two, three weeks. So it just like fucked me. And yeah. I kept trying to go back to work and kept re-hurting my back. And it was just like a fucking vicious, <clears throat> no. vicious cycle. And it's the most depressing thing, especially when you want, like, you know, I've been kind of on this journey of yeah, trying yeah. to pack on the pounds of muscle. And it's like, oh, cool. Now I have to do absolutely fucking nothing yeah. for right. two weeks. Like it was hard <clears throat> to like even lay down. Yeah, you know that's, I mean? that's where I'm at. Laying down isn't isn't that great. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Devine Copperwise, 2021, <laughs> laying down is not that great. But I'm feeling a lot better. I think by next week I'll feel pretty good. But I guess the thing, no, I, I haven't really cared though, to be honest. It's just kind of like, all right. Yeah, dude, you're very hurt. zen. I could tell by your dashiki right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you've, yeah, come, you've come full circle, dude. <laughs> That's I true. love it. A little bit. I usually wear metal shirts, but I, before the podcast, I was like, Cheney, I think I'm going to wear this shirt my mom gave me. Yeah, dude. Very, very <laughs> Middle Eastern vibes. Very, you know, Naveen has gone full Indian for sure. <laughs> yeah, I haven't actually gone full Indian. You haven't? <laughs> no. Not, not really. Not at all. I, you, were, you were for a hot minute there, though. Just my name. He, he was he was definitely edging on going full full Indian for a minute. Yeah, this yeah. this whole I mean, I thing, read a lot of Indian books. That's uh, what I'm saying, bro. And the whole look is very like you know George Harrison coming back from his fucking <laughs> his pilgrimage to fucking wherever the fuck he was. That's that's what I'm. I guess that's what I'm. That's not really what I'm going for, to be honest. What what are you going for? I'm going for more just like. Oh, that guy is like kind of spiritual, but also kind of goth. Goth <laughs> spiritual. Yeah, I yeah. get a lot of poetry vibes. You know I mean? <laughs> no, I'm not into poetry, though, to be honest. Or museums. Not, not into poetry or just not into poetry? No, I'm not into like, yeah, I don't like museums or poetry. Or yeah, anything. no. You don't like museums? He does not like I, museums. I might like them now, though, because... I, Museums are dope as fuck, bro. I, poetry I is what's whack for sure. Yeah. Poetry is not whack either. Both of <laughs> yes, these things are Poetry great. on its own is 100% super no, whack. No, I mean, there is, there's some poetry that's whack, like slam poetry. I mean, that's, that's what I'm like. That's, ever, when, when I think uh, of poetry, I think of somebody up there like, and it's it's in like the 90s. it's not even poetry. Sometimes they're just saying shit. It's just like sentences. Yeah, yeah that's pretty much how all poetry sounds to me. It's just <laughs> yeah, the no, it's but just there like, there is some really good poetry. Sylvia Plath, uh, great and poet. All of our, you know, all lyrics are poetry, right? You yeah. Know, or, or I would well, say so. I mean, I, I mean, love lyrics. <laughs> some lyrics love... are just like. I just guess one of those poetry. days you won't want to yeah. wake up. Everything is fucked. Everybody sucks. Yeah, there are some awful lyrics out there, though. I don't know. What's the difference between a lyric and poetry? I think you would know that just, more than just, us, right? It's, sim it's the same thing to me. I mean, I don't know. I, I, 
I would say just music is added to it. You That's know what I mean? Right. Or melody is added to it um, because for, for the most part too, also lyrics do rhyme. Like I would say 95% of lyrics like rhyme, whereas like 90% of poetry doesn't fucking rhyme anymore. Like nobody gives a That's shit. True. It's just like I woke up this morning and I've turned on the lamp and the flies yeah. buzzed but by if my it, eyes. But if it rhymes, it's called a rhyme. If it's rhyme, if it rhymes, it's called called a rhyme it's a certain kind of poetry like a haiku yeah. you know yeah. so a haiku yeah, a is couplet. like what's a couplet i know it's, a haiku a is of, relying on syllables but it, it's line. a kind of poem i can't it's something from english class okay, i don't remember yeah. really but yeah Fanny, but anyway, sorry, like, there are we basically some good we poems. suck and you kind of actually know what you're talking about and we're <laughs> You guys are you guys We're are just, just drummers. You guys are just Being openly stupid. bashing poetry without knowing anything about it. I'm being like hyperbolic, obviously. Right. You know, poetry haters are us. Yeah. Right. Here. And no, as far as museums go, I'm usually just like waiting to get lunch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, can we I know, go? Can I remember eat? we went to the Met. Is that was it the Met or was it the MoMA? Yeah, I don't know what cool it's called in, in New, New York, York in yeah. New York City, yeah. and yeah. Naveen just like could not wait to get out of that museum and i was like let's go eat looking dude. at every yeah although yeah. i think i might i think i might like them now because uh because you're I, dressing more poetic now. i'm dressing more, more <laughs> spiritual for starters when so you have, have a man to, bun for sure it starts I have to a man your yeah. brain yeah. It, <laughs> it goes through it grows into yeah. your brain <laughs> and i haven't uh actually i haven't drank in two months oh so i might be so bored that i'm down to go to a fucking museum <laughs> You know is this a, like a conscious decision to <clears throat> drink less or is this just a, an experiment? What's going on here? What's going on through the mind? Um, and the bean? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I can't, I can't really say. I think um, I, I've been we, drinking a lot over the past two yeah. months. I've been drinking more than I <laughs> that's awesome. have in a, in a long time. I yeah. have a lot of reasons to be honest with you. I mean, that's how we were for a long period of time during the pandemic. We were just like drinking a lot, not, yeah. not, anything serious but we were just drinking more than normal and we weren't neither of us were really working out yeah. and i think that once we started going back to the gym everything just kind of aligned when you go to the gym a ton you're not really drinking as much just because you want to be in that that swing of things oh yeah the so past naturally month, the past month of workouts has been so hard yeah, yeah hard. Been, i've just had like friends visiting going to austin doing all this shit drinking and totally. just caring a little bit less about it, trying to, excuse me, overcompensate in the gym. But yeah, those like the day after drinking workouts oh, are the worst. That sucks. Yeah. It's not really f about the gym for me. It's pretty much just more like, okay, I'm 36. And let's see, I started like casually drinking when I was probably like, I don't know, 18. Mm -hmm. okay. And so since 18 to now, like I've associated fun with drinking. You yeah. Know? Not saying I'm, I'm not like an alcoholic or anything. Like I, it's not, it was not hard for me to just not drink. It's like, whatever, it doesn't matter. But I'm just kind of like, let me see what's up with just like not drinking. You know, like I'm going All to right. this, uh, thing that I go to with my dad at, at, he, his friend has a cabin and they have like a horseshoe playing tournament with a bunch of like, like 50 men go. 
Married and usually guys. everybody, yeah, they're like, oh, let's get away from the family and go, you know, yeah. play horseshoes. This is just fucking what happens when you stop drinking for two months. You think it's a good idea? No, no, no. Okay, so no they do it every year. <laughs> so usually, they do it every year. Usually I go to that and I drink the whole entire time. That's what everybody does. Oh, but so this time you're going to try to not. I'm going this time sober. We're going to see what's up with it. Yeah. Bro, gonna see prayers, prayers be with you, dude. Yeah, yeah, I know. I don't think I would do that. <laughs> I just personally, just, you know, I I have I've drank like maybe three drinks in the time that he's been taking this time off. But drinking, just I can give you know go without it. I've yeah. always been more of a pot smoker, and Ye- drinking is just it kind of makes me feel like crap. Yeah. After yeah. one or two drinks, it's ruined the rest of my day. I can't really be productive at anything once I start drinking and yeah. it just like it's a downward spiral because then you eat like crap as well so it's oh. like it's easy to cut that out for me 100% yeah I'm, I'm very much the same way and like I like to drink because I like drinking beer like yeah. I like the me taste too. of beers yeah. Yeah. nothing better in the world on a hot eating, day oh. eating fried food some sort of French fried thing. Yeah. I, I really, you know, I'm a big fan of that takoyaki, the the uh, fried octopus uh, little like balls. You know what I mean? They're so delicious. It's, it's amazing, right? With fucking beer. Like when you take that bite of that fried food and then you sip that beer, you take a bite of like a big juicy burger, whatever the fuck. It could be a plant-based burger for y'all. You know what I mean? It doesn't, <laughs> doesn't make a difference. And you wash it down with that beer. The way that the beer expands and the bub- bubbles and all the uh, the liquid, and especially with all this hoppy stuff nowadays, the oh, counterbalance. Yeah. IPAs. Of, oh yeah, the palate. And Love I'm like a big stout guy. I'm stout, porter, dark ale brown ale the blacker the better you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so i just love that like that combination is something that like especially for like weekends like friday and saturday i have to just like eat bullshit and drink some fucking beer like yeah it's nice to do but yeah the problem is the past past month it's definitely been dipping into the tuesdays and the thursdays and the uh that is what happens sunday yeah but you know it's okay it's it is what it is we i think i think we kind of switched personality you guys got less into drinking i got more into drinking we transferred yeah. energy <clears throat> even which, steven well don't you kind of feel like it has ebbed and flowed drinking because naveen and i will both be kind of on this kick every so often like we'll do a tour and not drink it's easier when we do it together because there's not one person tempting the other yeah but then there will be times like over corona when we were drinking a lot and and on a tuesday we'd be like let's let's go go to happy hour and yeah drinks exactly but then i think that we have similar personalities where it's like once we get to that point where we're overindulging so much that it makes us stop and question what we're doing we both like flip it around and go back to the gym and everything yeah but it's not yeah. it's not an addictive personality either way. It's just something that ebbs and flows with being into different things at different yeah. times. But yeah, I think I've, this is the longest I've gone without like drinking at all. Because even even when I didn't drink last time, I would drink here and there because I was doing it more for fitness stuff. So yeah, I'd be like all right, I'll just you know hit one day on the weekend or whatever, have mm-hmm. a couple of drinks. But yeah. yeah, it's definitely weird. Yeah, I, the most I did not drinking is one month, but yeah. like 
not drinking is the one that I could definitely do way easier. Like there's been times where it's like, yeah, I'll go two, three weeks, whatever. Yeah. 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 Um, but yet like the, the weed thing I took like a month off smoking weed and it was the hardest month of my life. Really? Oh, really? I didn't know you <laughs> smoked that much. I've only stopped smoking weed when I've been somewhere where I couldn't, where I didn't have access to it. Like Europe. Yeah. Some yeah. places in Europe, you just cannot find weed. And I don't smoke spliffs. So, I, like, I don't smoke tobacco. So, if someone shows up with a spliff, I'm definitely not, not smoking even it. it. Yeah, no. Yeah, see, with me, it was like, I, I got into the whole sober October craze, tried to do the Joe Rogan thing, you know, with those guys. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was like alcohol, no problem. But like weed was a fucking struggle. Like I had nightmares almost every <laughs> night wow. about about something trying to kill me or chase me or like hunting me down every like I would say 20 nights out of the 30 days or whatever the fuck. I was like having these dreams where I was just running from something. Wow. It was really weird. Yeah. That really, really bizarre stuff. But, you know, it is what it is. And like there was times, especially when I was doing the keto diet, like when I would be on keto, I would have nightmares about like girlfriends, like like love loss and like heartbreak and stuff like that. And then when I uh, or sorry, when I was on when I wasn't on keto, I would have nightmares about that. When I was keto, I would have nightmares about breaking my diet. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I, I would wake mm-hmm. up and be like panicking, like, fuck, I just ate those cheese fries. Like, yeah. what the fuck is my problem? <laughs> I was doing so good. And I, I was like, oh, it was all just a dream. Yeah. Thank fucking God. Like, my willpower is stronger than that. I was, That's hilarious. Yeah, it's like some weird deep psychological I, uh, shit. I've, I've had, I think I've had a dream like that where I, had like started drinking and I was like, man, I should have just like not done it. Just yeah. Kept oh, wow, it real. yeah. I wonder what kind of, you know, what triggers that if it is like the internal craving that you're having and you're kind of uh pleasure fucking whatever pleasure zones are kind of yeah. sparking at that. Or like if it's just like maybe deeper psychological shit, because they talk about like whatever uh things that happen in dreams that might have meaning. So like, I remember one thing, like, teeth had to do with like money like teeth represents money for some reason and like i remember fish represents like an idea because like i had a girlfriend who had a dream that all her teeth were falling out like this like reoccurring dream yeah i have that a lot i have like a grinding a teeth grinding dream where my teeth oh i I legit grind my teeth at night yeah i i grind my teeth but at night i will have dreams about grinding my teeth and them disintegrating and all falling out i think i've heard that if your teeth fall out in a dream it means that there's going to be like a change in your life Hmm. Hmm. so so maybe a lot of positive changes going on and yeah i remember i had a dream where i was trying to save a goldfish like i had like a goldfish in this pot like a like a tank uh aquarium yeah and it was in an aquarium where like there was aggressive fish that would like kill it and but there was nothing to like put it into like no cup of water or whatever so i was like holding this goldfish in the little like um the skimmer you know what i mean and like (laughs) basically drawing it back and forth from like these piranhas and shit like making sure that the goldfish didn't get eaten but was still like underwater you know what i mean one of those weird things dreams are real did you ever look that up 
just to see if anyone. Yeah, else yeah. Well, I looked up the fish thing, you know, and it was like, yeah, fish represents ideas. So perhaps it was the idea of me, me trying to save some sort of idea, some sort of creative idea, or you know, what have you. Probably had something to do with the band or music, and and me trying to keep something together, but like having this strife of oh shit, like this idea is in a <laughs> in a tank full of ideas that want to kill it. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, on eat a it. on uh, a cycle, I'd psychological level as well that seems like it could be about feeling unsafe in yeah. in the situation that you're in in life or you know just uh some deep hidden feeling of unsafeness that you have from being a child or something like yeah. that oh yeah well i mean my my late teens early 20s you know there was a lot of unsafeness unsurety if that's a word, surety, sure. Let's let's say it. What's is. the word? Uncertainty. Yeah. Uncertainty. There we Uncertainty. <laughs> but we can keep saying unsurety if you want to. Can we make unsurety a shirt? Because we're gonna unsurety. Unsurety. So yeah, like I mean, there was so much. Yeah, like unfear of the unknown. What the fuck was happening? There's like you know, my parents had gotten a divorce. I had to start taking care of my mom. I was like working two jobs, trying to take care of her, do all this shit, like trying to make my music career happen, all this stuff. There was oof, a lot of crazy, like strife and stress and like struggle. Yeah. But wow. getting yeah. like getting through that has been fucking incredible. It's only made me come out the other side so much better, like so much more powerful, like so much more comfortable and like accepting of whatever might happen in life. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because it's 10% of what happens to you and 90% of how you react, you know? Oh, absolutely. We were on a huge kick of watching that show intervention and every (laughs) it's, but it seems like every addiction is a pivot from a situation like that. What happened to you? You can either take it the way that you took it into positivity and and yeah. make change in yourself in good ways or you can go down the road of now I'm a drug addict because my parents got divorced and I was taking care of my mom and I couldn't cope with it in any other way so I'm like going down this road of suffering and addiction yeah I had way just too much of a feeling of like responsibility you know what I mean I feel like those people whatever, not to judge because it happens to everybody. I'm probably like a mild weed addict, I would oh, say, I, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, same. I, I smoke a fair amount, but like at the same time, like weed isn't destroying my life for sure. It's only for the most part improved it, things that an addict says. <laughs> <laughs> you don't but, understand, yeah. man. What's that? I said, you don't understand, man. You don't get yeah, it. Dude, need for it. real. Will you know like you're into some crazy shit when like at least for me and just how far I take weed and, and how I use it um, when you're in a band with like other people or some sort of group and like the drunk guy starts to try judging like, or the guy who does Coke or meth or whatever starts to be like, you man, you just sit there, smoke that weed all the time, blah, blah, blah. It's like, motherfucker, <laughs> you have no fucking idea. <laughs> like you're so delusional in your fucking little world. You know, I mean, whatever yeah. it is, what it is. Everybody's fucking on their journey. We're all just walking each other home. Right. right? right. As, as old Baba Ramdas says, right. but, um, so that was, know. uh, in your late teens, you moved to LA pretty much like right after that. Right. Cause you were probably only like 21 when you moved out. To LA. Yeah, I was 21. Exactly. Like it was three months into being 21. My last commitment in Austin was South by Southwest. We played like a couple shows and I got to 
open for periphery, which was the fucking like dream come true. You know what I mean? I was like, okay, glad I stuck around those extra couple months, but like we kind of made the decision when I turned 21, like, all right, all my bands are dying down. Like I had just been like fired from a job. Like it was just, nothing was going on in Austin. Yeah. Like I got to go back to LA and figure shit out one way or another. See, see what happens. I had just uh, seen a friend who was telling me like, man, I just did this audition for like Ashley Tisdale. And like, you would have been perfect for it. Like you should be in LA doing this shit. Cause like, you're getting these calls all the time. Like this stuff is fucking happening. So I'm like, cool. I fucking got all into it and yeah, made, made the, made the hop back, which it's kind of weird moving back to LA, you know what I mean? Like from Austin. Cause it's like, all right, technically like I'm not moving away from home. Like I'm moving back home, mm-hmm. but back home is like this fucking concrete jungle full of fear you know what okay. i mean like an anxiety and stress and all these crazy things and the unknown that like if you're not in it every day it's it could be really shocking it could be uh you know really brutal and not only that all the other things that were compounded in my life uh it was fucking wild but it was one of the best decisions i've ever made i've been here back 10 years and my life has only gotten better. You know, I've I've met and had my life enriched in so many incredible ways, including living with you guys. One of the best yeah. times of my life. I'll never yeah, forget crazy. that. You know, I can't that believe was that was already a, like five, six years ago. Right. Or maybe maybe even more than that. Bro, it was fucking ten years eight ago. years ago. Damn. It was like nine years eight, ago. Nine you guys. Years it was ago, in dude. 2012. Damn. It oh, is 2021 20, right now. It was nine years ago. <laughs> so fucking insane yeah. how quickly time has flown and like That's the crazy. fucking human beings that we have come we've become since then or from that you know oh, like absolutely. i i remember all that shit. i remember the day that you guys were like we're gonna move back to santa cruz and it was yeah. like oh it was like heartbreaking i was like oh man <laughs> they're fucking going and then i was out of that house like right after you guys or like probably around the same time yeah yeah you know what's and- funny is that i a reminder just popped up on my Facebook today of a status that I made today, nine years ago, that said we're moving back to Santa Cruz at the end of the month. Damn. Damn. That's crazy. Dude, that was the summer of fucking love, dude. We had a fucking, <laughs> we had like the summer fucking party. When did we, we moved over there March. It yeah, was like I March so. to August. We had a good mm-hmm. four or five month run. It yeah. seemed way longer than that. Yeah, definitely. Like, well, because we were already hanging out so much before that, yeah, yeah. you know. And I think and, just being young, you know, yeah. it yeah. seemed well now in in hindsight it seems like it was it took over such a like a long period of time, but it really didn't. Yeah, because you yeah. moved to LA like right when I did. Yeah, exactly. I remember we we were talking about the whole yeah. fucking thing. We were all getting hyped. Yeah. I think we were we were in Austin when uh, Animals was playing some show. Yeah. And uh, I remember like talking about it and being all fucking stoked. It was just like, fuck yeah, dude, we're both moving to LA. Like yeah, at the yeah. same time, it was we ate some fucking Wendy's, bro. I think I that was that. the Thursday, the Thursday tour. I remember that. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, dude. We so was... and where did you live when you moved to LA? I lived in Austin before that. No, no, no. Where did you live when you first moved to LA? When oh, we were still living downtown. In remember my yeah. my downtown apartment? Y'all came oh, into the place that we went and Intronaut was there as well. Yeah. Oh man, my, my timeline like is fucking... so, my timeline is so fucked up in my head. I thought that yeah. was after we lived together, but I guess it was mm. before. No, it was before because yeah, I remember like 
the time was kind of closing in on that place that I was living at. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm not going to be able to afford this much. And Naveen was telling me like, yeah, I'm probably going to move in with Keen. I was like, oh, that's cool, whatever. And then like we hung out with Keen a couple of times. And like I started hitting it off with him. And then he was like, and Naveen was like, yo, we should like both like Keen has another room. Like you should get that other room. I was like, fuck yes, dude. (laughs) Sounds like the best fucking idea ever. And I remember we were fucking at the animal's house, like we had just gone out partying before that, and it was just me and you. And we were fucking drunk as fuck, slamming shots of fucking rum, Bacardi <laughs> Silver, because that was like the oh, cheapest oh, no. shit you could get. I remember Sound, like CVS, CVS Bacardi was always cheaper than like any other alcohol that you could get that wasn't like Taka vodka, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and so we, uh, yeah, we did shots of Bacardi. We were just like, we were fucking up in arms, smiling, like fucking shaking hands and hugging like this. every five minutes, just knowing that we're going to live together and doing fucking chin ups. <laughs> There's like a chin up bar outside. We would fucking take shots and do chin ups and just be like, fuck yeah, dude, this is going to be the best ever, man. That's amazing. It fucking it was, man. It was such a good time, dude. Grilling and chilling. Oh, yeah. Grilling and school. chilling. I remember the skewer, the skewers fucking scenario. Naveen came all through with the skewers and yeah. had that be like, that was like the theme of the fucking summer. We had skewers going every fucking day. Almost. Yeah, totally. And fruity beverages. Dude, the fucking, what was it? The, uh, the PMG, like the. <laughs> oh, yeah. It? Something mango guava. Or yes. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. What was it? <laughs> yeah, B- BMG maybe it was banana mango. I don't guava. know. We're, I know passion was, fruit mango guava. That's what it was. BMG. That's, that's what, what it was. was. Whoa. Yeah, yeah I remember and- that you would always say the juice is loose every time. <laughs> every time you walked by Naveen grilling chicken, and neither of us knew what it was for fucking years, and we would quote it. Thinking that we it was about thinking this last that, oh, really? I forgot, but we would quote it thinking that you made it up and we were quoting Rainin. And then we <laughs> finally realized when we saw an OJ documentary that it was the, about him. Well, and it was from two things. It was also from Starburst. The Starburst commercial was the juice is loose. Oh, really? And then they wow. used that when the when the the Bronco chase happened. But, you know, this is like the perfect fucking transition to kind of go back to the last podcast, the cliffhanger that we left oh, off yeah. of. Yeah, what was because before I was no, cleaning my room. We should have before... gone back and like listened to the episode, but we were recording up until we got on. So here's here. the fucking beauty, guys. Here's the beauty. I was cleaning my room, getting it ready for this podcast. And old Rain and listened to the last 10 minutes of the oh, fucking we got it. Okay. Yeah, we got it. So boom, your boy came through with some notes. Oh, yeah, <laughs> dude. Just some all reminders because right. we know how we all get. We're drinking, smoking weed. Well, I'm drinking, smoking weed, whatever. And I'm um, stone cold. Yeah. I haven't even had a coffee today. I remember um, ooh, that's hard. That's I'm on pre workout and an <laughs> edible. That's a that's a hardcore combination. Watch out with that. It could yeah. give you a heart murmur, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so where we left off was yeah, warp cool. tour. With Cameron Loesch from Board of Osiris. Oh, and he has to go to Mexico and he sells me the rest of his two CI for very cheap. Oh, basically, he gave us like four, five, six pills for like 10 bucks. I was like, okay, Okay. I'll take it, bro. Got it. Deal. Got it. So I take the two CI. Cameron takes the two CI. 
he starts fucking tripping. You know what I mean? Like, and I mean, he's not like wigging out, but he's like, yeah, I'm definitely like seeing shit, blah, blah, blah. I'm thinking to myself, little little precursor for those of you who didn't watch episode one, go back and listen to it anyway, because it's there's so much gold on there. But um, yeah, 2CI is a synthetic acid, purely visual trip, not psychological. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I, I think I can speak for all of us when it's like, yeah, we didn't have any like weird mental shit. It was just like literally there was like a fucking kaleidoscope over our yeah, eyes. Somewhat, you know yeah. I mean? somewhat mental for sure for me. Yeah, the, the viewfinder yeah. <laughs> the, uh-huh. the view uh, effect was kind of what, what I was having. Um, so yeah, Cameron's fucking feeling it. And like, I have these weird, I call it the Bozio drug genes, where it's <laughs> like shit, some shit does not affect me as yeah. well as it does others. And granted, sometimes those are famous last words by me. And sometimes I end up going a little too hard. And you're like, like I got this, most, bro. I but can for the most this. part, I usually have to take more of whatever, whatever everybody's taking. Like, that's why I stopped taking Molly like three or four times. Like the first time that we all did it, of course it was fucking amazing. But like the th- last three times that I did it, like I felt nothing. I was just like, all right, I'm, I'm done with this. Like I have to pay oh. too much wow. money to fucking do this shit. Yeah. Like it was weird. Like I felt like I was about to start rolling and then it just like, but maybe that's also because my serotonin levels are just naturally fucking juiced up, you know, but that's <laughs> <laughs> what it is. Um, so yeah, I like, I wasn't feeling anything. And Warp Tour yeah. kind of ends. Afterwards, they have like a barbecue where everybody's fucking eating stupid hamburgers and fucking hot dogs and still nothing. So then on the way back to my our place in Van Nuys, um, we stopped by Feldy's studio, right? John Feldman, who's like this fucking big ass producer. If those of y'all don't know, he's from the band Goldfinger and he produced fucking everything like pop punk and kind of edgy shit. You know what I mean? Like that, yeah. that late 2000 alternative stuff. rock. Yeah. Like the used type stuff. Okay. No, no, I wouldn't even say alternative, like more on the emo yeah, side like of emo. things, but like that kind of edge of shit, like box uh, of you know, sharp like, objects. Did he do that? I'm sure. Record? Just like Ashley Simpson, like everything from Ashley oh, Simpson. Yeah, she's to like on the hard set, the hard Blink side. 182. No, but you know what I mean. It kind of had that emo y pop. <laughs> yeah, pop. I know maybe what you did mean. Ashley Simpson. Maybe he didn't. I don't even fucking. I know. think don't it was it shit. was alt leaning. It was like an yeah, an answer like, to Avril Lavigne, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, like all the stuff like um, what is it? Say anything and like bands like that. I feel like it was that kind of a vibe, you know. Boys like girls, whatever, you know. That was this producer, and so. We had a friend who was his engineer, Brandon, um, and he was Casey's roommate. That's how we knew him. Oh, yeah. So Casey Sable, back to listen to episode one, guys, do your homework. <laughs> and so um, we go, we're at Felly's studio, sitting around, like, still waiting for this shit to happen. And then I'm looking at the, like, the, the Pro Tools stems and shit, and, like, they start to move. And I'm like, hey, like, are those... Are those moving? Like, is, is that like animated or something? And they're like, no. And I'm like, okay, cool. It's fucking working, right? 12 o'clock, whatever. We drive home. We get back to Van Nuys. Yeah, it's probably like one o'clock in the morning. I'm like, the drive home from Feldy's studio, the trip is fucking starting to come. I'm seeing the lines in the fucking road start to blur and shit. Obviously not driving. But um, <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling it. So I come in and... They're like, like you guys had just made some fucking bomb ass food. I don't know what it was. It was like maybe tofu something or another. 
But um, hey, we were awake. It was late. And I know that we were awake. Yeah. Yeah. You guys were awake for some reason or another. And you're like, hey, buddy, like, like what's going on? And I'm like, I'm on drugs, guys. <laughs> and Naveen's dad mode comes in. Certainly, he's like, oh, man, like, what can we do for you? Like, you need some like water. Like, you want some food? Like, here, we just made some food. Like, we have some leftover. I was like, oh, awesome. And I like cranked down that fucking tofu. It was so good. And then you guys are like, or you're like, what the fuck is this shit that you're doing? Yeah. And I'm like, two CI, I have two more pills. Like, do you guys want to do this shit? Yeah. And you're like, all right, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> At one o'clock in the morning, yeah. you guys pop these two CIs yeah. and it fucking cranks in like right away for you guys. It's not even yeah, like 20, 30 minutes. You guys are fucking like feeling it. So we all three of us get on the fucking same level and we're in this like synchronicity fucking psychedelic journey, you know, and together, like you said, like laying on your bed, we're listening to serious Mo yeah, was- and like the fucking just talking about life and like looking at the fucking ceiling and just like the show on the ceiling was so amazing. I remember, like, I remember Iggy, my cat yeah, walking say. in the room and he looked like he had been drawn in like Lisa Frank's style. Exactly. That was, and we all, all three of us thought that. Yeah. And that was the fucking crazy thing. It's like, usually when you're on psychedelics, you're like, Hey bro, are you seeing this? And they're like, no, like I don't have the same, like, it's not the same shit. No, but like we all were seeing the same fucking thing. It was mm-hmm. like, whoa, like what is going on here? Yeah, the, the rainbow colors. Like I remember seeing like a mane and I remember seeing his tail having like the little lion kind of like bush on the end, you know? Yep. And it was just like this little fucking rainbow thing dancing around. Yeah. And I was like, man, fucking egg. So yeah, you know what was not was sick about thing. all that? When you what? came into the room at like 8 a.m. and we're like, <laughs> so, dude, I need so, you to take yeah. me to work. Wait, wait, like, wait, let me, let me, cut, let me cut you off here. So we, we, finished trip or we're not done tripping i'm not done at least uh but it's night it's like whatever probably six o'clock in the morning some shit i go into my room and i turn on dexter like season one and two (laughs) and i remember i was still tripping like i couldn't sleep i was trying to fucking sleep and every time i looked at dexter it was the fucking coolest thing ever because dexter was like fighting with some like murderer guy and they both looked like fucking awesome monsters like it looked like Frankenstein versus like the werewolf or some shit. And just like the way that it was all playing out was like this fucking rules. Like this guy looks like a demon, like zombie. And, and, you know, it was like the, the, the darkness of Dexter mixed with the two CI was a fucking amazing combination. Do you and, recommend? Um, highly recommend. Highly recommend. Yeah. Do if you can find some two CI, I, I, I would like to find. I mean, some if more, it's your thing, it was really interesting. I I, I've never cool. had that same visual thing happen on any other hallucinogen yeah that was that was like a fucking if you like visuals that's a highly recommend to ci so um yeah rain and bozio knowing the fucking rain and bozio that he is mm-hmm. is gonna fucking go to warp tour get fucking drunk and do fucking psychedelics the day before his first day of this new job that he's oh, i didn't know that was the I first didn't know that day either. And it was oh, like yeah. out, well, it, just not my fucking headphone. It out. was so far away from our house. It was the I remember first. That. It was fucking in like day. Santa. Uh, what's that? Play, what's that? Called? Marina Del Rey. Marina we're, Del we're Rey. getting there. We're getting Marina there. Del Rey. I got it all laid out. Yeah. So, and I was like, um, are you I had serious? Just, I had like, just been fired from my or like kind of laid off from my alcohol job uh, working at Buzz Wine and Beer Shop, where I learned so much about wine and beer and my love for the two. 
Um, <laughs> but you know, it, it is what it is. Job didn't work out. And so I'm like, okay, cool. I got to figure out the next thing. A friend of mine had a job at this framing company um, that did framing, like art framing for everybody from like Stan Lee to Banksy to whatever, you know? Okay. And I remember deli- like it was a delivery job. So I would basically pick up all the frames and shit like that, all bubble wrapped and stuff, load them into a van and drive them out to the city, wherever. And sometimes I pick up supplies too, that they need like molding, et cetera. And uh, so, yeah, it was, it was a pretty fun job while it lasted, but that was my first day. And I woke, like, I was just trying to get any sleep that I fucking could. That's the fucking beauty of this whole thing is like, I planned it out in my head towards like, okay, I'm going to wake up at like, eight or nine or uh, seven or six or whatever. I got to wake up to go on, take the bus from Van Nuys to Marina Del Rey. That would probably take like three hours, hour and a half, (laughs) at least an hour and a half. Yeah. Like you could take like one or two buses that'll kind of like go onto the highway and shit. But for the most part, like brutal commute, you know, hour and a half to two hours for sure. And especially on a Monday morning or whatever the fuck it was, you know, and, um, I like I keep setting snooze, you know, on my alarm, just trying to get some fucking rest. And then it's like, oh, it's too late. It's too late. Like, I have to fucking get a ride. Like, what the fuck am I going to do? <laughs> Keen's still fucking gone on fucking tour or whatever. And I'm like, Shit, dude, I have to fucking ask Naveen. Like, this is going to be the worst thing ever. <laughs> I know he's going to be so pissed. Yeah, I, but I, I like I don't know what the fuck else I'm going to do. Like, I need a fucking ride and like whatever. So I knock on the door. You guys are like, what the fuck could Raymond <laughs> want at this fucking hour? Like, what's going on? Like, is he okay? Is he dead? Whatever. And I'm like, hey, bro, hate to do this, but could you please give me a ride to Marina Del Rey? Which in the van is an hour commute from yeah. fucking Van Nuys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and you were just like, Give me like 10 minutes. Yeah. And I was like, dude, the fucking <laughs> homie came through, fucking saved my ass. Yeah. Next level. Got me oh, there. Dude, I we, always come. I'm, I'm, I'm always going to come through. You know what I mean? We, we, we no. stopped. We stopped no, by. Fuck you, kid. <laughs> we stopped by at the Ralph's and I picked up some corn dogs for us. Because I was like, <laughs> I got to do something to me. And that was like the summer of corn dogs, too. I remember we were eating a shitload of corn dogs. Really? I don't, really? remember, corn I don't dogs. remember that either. Oh, dude, I remember. I remember maybe I was just eating all of Keen's vegan or vegetarian. That corn could be. Dogs. That like was the, the first year that I, I went vegetarian right before that. Okay. Like, yeah. like that December. But yeah, I don't I remember think that, that being a reoccurring was... theme. Yeah. 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 But so yeah, so the... we went. Fucking Naveen came through, got me. And it was all good, bro. And yeah, that's like, that's the kind of guy that Naveen is both of you guys, you know, you're, you're very like caring, giving to your (laughs) friends. And like, honestly, you know, like it's, it's a mutual feeling. Like we'd all take bullets for each other. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's fucking homie (laughs) shit. And so this, this ties, we could branch this story to two ways, but it's, we're going to go, we're going to get to both stories from there. All right. Choose your own adventure. That I need to talk about. One of them was Salvia. Oh, we didn't we, we did not talk that. about that last time. We we touched on it, but we did not get into the experience, oh, yeah. which was uh, fucking incredible. And know. then um, it was Chaney nightmarish it, for me. Favors. So let's let's start with favors and how Naveen and I actually. Well, when Naveen and I first met and what really like solidified our friendship, like next level was like oh, I was yeah. like, 
I was about to go on tour with Cypress Hill with this rapper and I needed the track split, like click split to one ear and track split to another oh, yeah. for the shit. I'm like, I didn't know how to do any of that shit. And Naveen was like, oh, like send me the tracks. I'll do it in like five minutes. Like it's no yeah, problem. Yeah. Like boom, 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 fucking does it. Send it back. Dude, you're a fucking lifesaver. Thank you so much. You know, fucking great. Yeah. We go on that tour, comes back, etc. And then we're going into the summer that year. And Animals as Leaders is about to go on Summer Slaughter. Yeah, yeah. And after the first show that they play in Hollywood, Van and Trailer get fucking stolen. <laughs> okay, that's All not exactly that's not exactly accurate. It was uh, or the, the the trailer got stolen. The right? trailer got stolen. We had it parked in a parking lot from the tour previous to that one, and then we were gonna go do Summer Slaughter, and we we're like, all right, let's go get the trailer. It had been. I don't know, a couple months. Was there anything in it? <clears throat> well, yeah, my whole drum set. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, day before they're supposed to I don't know to about this. <laughs> my whole yeah, drum set. This was, this was, was like, pre-chaining. Right, I, I don't have a drum set. Animals has, yeah. I, I mean, not to get into it yet, but with things being stolen from them. Some bad luck. Some fucking some bad, bad luck. luck. Bad well, luck that's there. what happens when you have all that fucking badass, rare, fancy gear. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's why also why Naveen has the laptop that he has. Because, because Javier lost his laptop on tour. And, and that guy hella fucking big daddy all of you and bought laptops right. for Dude, everybody. And he shit. Came, this thing is 10 I years was, old, bro. This thing is running strong. I was selling merch for animals. I remember the show. It was at, uh, what's the name of that place? Back booth. in Tam- Back booth in Tampa. I was selling merch. This guy, we'll call him Mike, came up to the table and he was like, hey, where's we'll Javier? Where's Javier? I want to replace his laptop. And I was like, there's no way that this guy can be serious yeah. at all. And he was like, no, take me back to the band. I want to buy Javier a new laptop. So I took him back there. And by the time I heard about it later that night after I was done doing merch, he was buying all three of them laptops, yeah. like yes. fully souped up laptops. No, he's like, get whatever you want. Like I got at the time the best Apple laptop. Yeah, yeah, that guy, that guy just one. fucking hella moneyed you. Daddy Warbucks, it was you, pretty big sick, time. That was fucking sick. But we didn't really believe it until the next day be- like, because what? he just... had to call a Mac, an Apple store, and like put his credit card on file. And yeah. we went to the store to pick up the MacBooks, and it was like it was pretty unbelievable <laughs> until pretty all three of them dude. walked out with brand new <laughs> MacBook Pros, like yeah, the ridiculous. sickest shit ever. I'm still using mine. Yeah, still to it's this been, day. This thing has been on every tour that I've done since I got it, and I use it on stage. That's so, fucking awesome, dude. It's I played love it. as incredible. many shows as I have. What's incredible is that that is exactly why he bought those for you guys, and yeah. you've put it to use, to use. in a way yeah. that he wishes. I actually just replaced the battery because the battery went beautiful. Tanked. That's yeah. good shit. That's yeah, what I like hold to, on to dude. But yeah, I remember that. So, uh, uh, so anyway. Back to the story. The trailer gets stolen, and I'm like, oh, shit, dude. We don't have a drum set. This is, like, bad news right now. And you were, like, the only guy I could think of. That's insane. And I was, like, called you, and I was like, dude, my drum set just got stolen. Do you think, like, DW might hook your boy up? <laughs> and they, hey, dude, they gave me a... Uh, a PDP. I was working. Really? I was yeah. working when you called me. I was working at a fast food burger joint. Like fucking. I and I was like, Naveen's calling me. Like, what's going on? I'm like, all right, I'm gonna take this. And I remember telling my manager, like, yo, give me like 10, 15 minutes. Like, I need to like go handle some shit. 
right? Like fucking <laughs> raining, raining into action, baby, raining to the rescue. And so I, uh, yeah, you told me this shit and it was like, this was at animals was going to be the biggest fucking band in the world. Like it was yeah. going to be like, it was going to pop off and explode in my mind, you know, and, and it, it eventually did, you know? Totally. And I was like, without Naveen, of course. But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Well, I laughed so hard that I knocked my earphone out again, bro. This shit keeps happening. That's that's my mo, dude. That's that's the classic Naveen. But you know, that's what makes fucking Naveen Naveen. That's yeah. that's the beauty of it. You know, is is that that wasn't that was all part of your journey, but the the final destination is where you are right now you know what i mean you, I you know like this shit. You're, right yeah you're 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 all about that fucking that where i belong shit you know so Definitely. um yeah i called the fucking my guy from dw and i'm like hey you know animals as leaders have you heard of this band no i haven't heard of them I'm like fucking shit god damn it all right this band's fucking amazing trust me they're gonna pop off like their guitar players like the next fucking steve Vai. like it's this fucking trust me like whatever you can do for these guys like they're in california like they had their shit stolen and they need a kit so badly like i don't know what you can do for them yeah whatever you can give them at cost like whatever just just like please hook them up and he's like all right you know he checks the band out and he's like all right these guys are fucking legit you know and uh invites naveen to the fucking uh factory where he pays the price of a hi-hat stand for a whole kit with yeah. stands. Yeah, it's ridiculous. PDP stands. Yeah, so amazing. I fucking came that's through insane. with a big time hookup. Yeah, no, that's, that was, that's coming through. Fully legit. Dude, saved the, <laughs> legit saved the tour. Yeah. 100% saved the tour. I mean, I mean <laughs> Naveen might should have driven you to work like every day. Yeah. For that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that's why I wasn't so worried about it. I was like, all right, you know. I, I know I know I got a couple in the fucking chamber for Naveen. You know, <laughs> yeah, around. definitely. Well, no, I get it, it. You know, I mean, it, awesome. it worked out great. Worked out great for me. You know? It worked out whatever, for everybody. Whatever you know? happened and then to that was, PDP kit, though? Well, see, in my head, I'm thinking like, cool. I just like got Naveen fucking tied up with DW. Like, I know he'd already been playing some DW stuff. I'm like, yeah. you know, I really made like, I'm going to make the connection. Now D- Naveen's going to be a DW guy. <clears throat> Cut to like the tour ends. Naveen sells the kit for like more than he fucking, <laughs> more than he paid it for and signs with Tama. That's such a Naveen like, God, Classic Naveen. Classic Naveen. <laughs> but on it, honestly, <laughs> right. Honestly though, DW, they're, they're kind of stingy. So like Tama at, for your career especially like that was the right choice at the right time like yeah. and same with like you could have gotten Pisces, you could have gotten all this shit like tama and minel like were yeah. perfect for naveen and like no. they've grown with you and vice versa yeah, yeah. and like they've right done right. more for you than any of those other companies would you know what yeah, i mean even like, not, not yeah. to not to detract from them but just what their artist base is and what they're yeah, you know what they're kind of into promoting and stuff like that right. like, 100%. Yeah. even even naveen, when i quit animals they were like well let us know if you need anything like they were always been so nice to you. Yeah. Been really, Both really supportive. Companies. Even though they yeah. shouldn't have been like that. That's kind of, yeah, I remember that. Bad shit, move, well, but. when you, when you did Naveen K, uh, well, to, I guess Tama got you hooked up with two box, but you were yeah. like the guy playing at Nam. And then when yeah. we started our band, Tama had you play, I got two box had you and Frank play. Totally. It's like, yeah. they've been great to you. Oh, they've been really cool for sure. Very, uh, yeah, I love that. Very shit. Luck, lucky there. Yeah. yeah, I actually just did some top secret stuff for 
I won't name which one of those companies. But <laughs> top secret. Top I secret love it, shit dude. is happening in the studio right now. And well, yeah, and they they get behind you and they share your stuff all the time. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm seeing Milo shit, which you know, not to fucking blow any more smoke up your ass than has already been. But yeah, all the videos lately, both you guys are fucking killing it. Absolutely. I'm, I'm loving all the content that you're putting out and it's really been inspiring me, you know, like yeah. that, awesome. that time we were talking, I was barely putting out any fucking drum videos, any shit like over the past month, like my fucking feed is just like, boom, drum, 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 drum. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking, That's I'm sick. back in fucking action, you know, back where I belong. That's, That's awesome, man. I mean, if that is what you want to be doing, then it makes sense to per- pursue the the internet side of things. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've just been, you know, like not having the inspiration of COVID course. and all that shit. It was just like, all right, like whatever, just fucking, I'm gonna work out instead. And I did that, and it was fucking great. And now I'm doing both, working out, playing. Yep. Found found the found the right balance. Gonna start pro wrestling training here soon. In Are a couple you really? months And <laughs> I, I think so. Yeah. Like I, I, mean, I have to, Yeah, I have to have do it to. before I die. Like I'm, I'm 31, yeah. I'm 31. Like the window's closing down. If I don't yeah. get trained like sooner than later, like I'm just never going to be able to do that. And I don't know if I want to make it a career or whatever, but I want to be able to at least say like, yo, I got trained. I did the fucking shit. Like I went through that fucking, <clears throat> that, yeah. That uh, that whole fucking situation, whatever the fucking you're gonna have to start, you're struggle. gonna have to start juicing up, dude. <laughs> Maybe, dude. I'm, Maybe I'm, you're I'm just fucking bulking. working on it, dude. Yeah, I've, I've been bulking a lot lately. Yeah, I've been no. hitting bulking like that, fat. That's why. That's <laughs> that's why I stopped taking like, or that's why I've been drinking more over the past like month or so, eating a little more. Fucked you're like, up. I'm, bu- like, I'm bulking right. up, dude. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, I know that's dude. the that's the age old excuse. Yeah, creatine oh, just, and beer, you know what I, I mean? Need to, I need to gain a little weight. I mean. Dude, I remember when I was like when I first started working out, I was so skinny that I could literally just eat as much as I wanted like that was yeah. the move. Yeah. And like yeah. I'm still like crazy underweight, you know. That's crazy. Really? Yeah. Like when I was 23 or 24, you know. Yeah. So I would just eat like a whole pizza and yeah, yeah drink beer. And well, I remember, dude, I remember did you the, guys see what I ate yesterday? No. No. Holy shit. I'm going to, I'll send you the link. You missed out on the, the Instagram story, I guess. It was this crazy ass. Forgotten. It was this crazy ass burger. It's like a piece of Texas toast, double cheeseburger, another piece of Texas toast, and then uh, barbecue brisket, and then a whole beef rib, like slab of beef rib <laughs> on top. Jesus fucking insane, bro. That was the only thing I needed to eat yesterday. But I was like, yo, this is like, this is it. It just got me fucking going. And like, yeah, I did three hours of lifting that day. <laughs> and then I played for four hours, like wow. just fucking oh, slammed with this cover band. Yeah. So I was like, cool. Those were like, that, that was like a, just the perfect amount of calories. That really <laughs> is. I mean, if it's not <laughs> like 5,000 calories. Yeah. Fuck. No, so, if, if, but, if the food's not veg, I just swipe by it really quick. So that's probably <laughs> what happened. That would have been yeah, a heartbreak for sure. I definitely can't I, like it. I, I definitely can't like no, it. No, there's no like it. I was wondering, is that vegan to like a non-vegan food post? I yes, think it's you fine. can. I don't I think, think you can, can like it. No, I don't think so. You can't yes, you because can. you're mm-hmm. liking the, the reason that you like a post is to be happy for someone else's achievement. It's not because you want what they're Because there have been a couple of times where I'm like I just like someone's post, but it's got like me in it. I'm like, I got to go back. And no, you like just it. go. No, you're liking, no. you're enjoying their achievement. You're enjoying, you're enjoying that they're happy about their consumption. 
you're taking this shit right? too seriously, bro. Cause yeah, yeah, I have a lot of vegan friends that like my meat posts and they're yeah. like, they're, they support <laughs> it. It's like, just cause they don't eat meat doesn't mean that they like, don't support good food. Like it <clears throat> yeah, is what it is. Like, exactly. even though you might have your, you know, it's not like just because you have a fucking ponytail, I think you're the devil. You know what I mean? It's like whatever, yeah. dude. We we each do our thing, you know. Live and let live. Exactly. No, of, course, of course, of course. But I, yeah, I'm, I'm being halfway serious. But I actually don't. I'm, I'm glad because you the, you know vegans sadly do get a, like a a bad rap, you know, for being kind of like pushy about their lifestyle, etc. You know what I mean? Like there is a lot of that. But more and more in my life, I'm encountering very like understanding vegans and like that's the best kind of vegan that there are it's just like cool i love and i support your veganism and like i'll go eat at vegan places with you and eat vegan food like i don't you know like i'm i'm with the whole fucking thing yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. but i'm also gonna eat a fucking three three beef (laughs) fucking grilled cheese whatever the the first time we hung out you took me to a vegan spot yeah dude veggie heaven bro that that's that place was bomb as fuck had fucking that or is it the protein nuggets? It was like yeah. wheat gluten. Super good. So fucking good, dude. I don't know if it's in, in Austin? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we do. When, when after that was that summer slaughter. And I, I remember oh, you it? came through. That was the first time we hung out. Yeah, I picked you up in my fuck the Impala that I was driving at that time. And we went to Veggie Heaven and you bought my food because you were like, because I just saved the tour. Oh, so you bought my this. food yeah. and then we yeah. went to. I'm- we went to go get ices and you got me an icy too. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. This is the homie right here. <laughs> I was like, I got this, dude. I, know, no yeah. around here. I got this, I got this $3 icy. Yeah, no <laughs> well, at that point, I was like, I was still, you know, no offense, but I was still like, wow, he's Terry Bozio's kid. You know, a little starstruck. Yeah. Yeah. But now, like, I don't, I don't even make that connection. I know. You know I don't, I don't just, never like, associate it. You know, you're not really, I don't say you're a fucking family. Do like, people it's crazy. meet you like throughout your life? Have they met you? And it's like, I mean, this is a dumb question because I'm almost sure that this has happened and it's weird. <laughs> like you feel uncomfortable that they talk to you about your dad so much. Um, on occasion, like my big fucking Nam go to is like, I flip my pass every time. Oh, yeah. Cause like when people look at your name and they're like Bozio and then that like that can bring up unwarranted conversations where it's like yeah, yeah. some people I want my past show and I'm like, hey, what's up? I'm yeah. Rachel Bozio. How's it going? Nice to meet you. You know right. what I mean? Nick Six or whoever the fuck. <laughs> yeah. You know, but like, yeah, fucking Phil from accounting, you know, down the block <laughs> wants to fucking tell me about how great this was or like, you know, like I'm just I'm very understanding of the situation because it's been going through it my whole life right yeah like some people can be like somewhat insensitive or like not know the right things to say when they're like talking to you about this stuff we're just like wow man must be a lot of pressure being fucking Terry Bozio's son I mean and a drummer wow man you know all this shit (laughs) cool dude Yeah. Well, like I remember Thanks. one guy being like, wow, you're 19 and you're Terry Bozio's son and you're not like a successful touring musician. Like, man, if I had your last name, like I would have fucking totally made it by now. <laughs> what like, the fuck? Cool, Someone bro. Thanks. You? you know, we're both working at Journeys right now. So like, fuck you. Whoa. You should have socked him. I know. For that, dude. I mean, he didn't say it in such a rude way, but he definitely said it. I mean, you know he I mean? said the words, yeah. saying the words. No, I remember I was yeah. like, I'm going to make a point to like not talk to Rain about that. I, I never have. <laughs> I don't think I ever have. I we No, we talk about it. because yeah, After a like, couple of years and we lived together, I was like, yeah, whatever. But uh, when we first started hanging out, I'm not like, dude, 
Your yeah. dad played with well, Frank Zappa. That's insane. You know, like, but that's yeah. the thing, like with a person like you, like, it's my pleasure to talk about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's cool. Like, whatever. Like, I'm talking about my life. I'm talking about things. But like, yeah, you meet those people that just want to hear about it just because they're fucking like super fans or whatever. Like, yeah. I remember a couple times like in high school and stuff like that, meeting like kids that were drummers or musicians, et cetera. And like, they wanted to be friends with me like so bad. And it was like, yeah, cool. Like we started being friends and then like, they would start like asking for stuff like, Oh, like, look at all. Can I like take some of these heads or like, can I take some of these symbols or blah, blah, blah. Do you have all this shit? And it's like, bro, like what the fuck? Like <laughs> none of my real friends ever like asked me for this stuff. Like we will, my family, super generous, everybody, you know what I mean? Like, we, you know, we have no problem giving gifts, especially like stuff like drum stuff, music stuff. Love that. But like when you're like asking for it, like I was like, oh, none of my real friends like ask for that stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? Or like if they do, it's like uh, like I know this is coming and like it's totally cool. Like, yeah, whatever I can do for you. You're my fucking own. like Naveen, like, dude, yeah, yeah. what can I do to make save summer slaughter? I will fucking do it. You know what yeah. I mean? But yeah, then you get those fucking people. That, it's a little weird. And that's the thing. It, you know, it is a double edged sword. Like there's so many great benefits and so many incredible things that have happened from it. But yeah, then there's also the negative side. There's the constant comparisons. There's the, you know what I mean? Like this, uh, <laughs> I wanted to make an angry fucking Instagram video post the other day. And I'm kind of glad I didn't, but I'll just make it on this fucking <laughs> podcast right now. Go for it. It's like, yeah, there is a fucking chip on my shoulder. It's the size of the world's largest fucking drum kit. Like, do you want to try to knock it off? Yeah. Like, please, like, <laughs> by all means, let's fucking do this right now. Like, that's the kind of, you know, you, you grow up in this household and this kind of lifestyle where music and fame and all these kind of things are just a part of everyday life, you know, and you're growing up and you're, you're hanging out with fucking uh, Steve Luke there from Toto is at your first birthday party. You know what I mean? Like weird shit like this, where it's like, yeah, your dad hangs out with fucking rock stars and musicians. And we lived down the street from Brad Dorf, the original voice of Chucky. You know what I mean? Like huh. great a fucking uh, voice actor, like weird stuff like that, where it's like, this was like my whole life, like since birth, it was just weird, like very charmed, very surrounded by all these cool and kind of out of, out of the ordinary things. And I've really, yeah, tried to make the best of it that I can and just really appreciate like the opportunities that I do have. Cause like there's things I 100%, like I, I will admit this and I, I had to earn it. I, I did have to earn it, but like Sabian DW, like none of those companies are supporting me or giving me shit unless I'm Terry Bozio's son. Right. Yeah. That got me in the door. Once I got in the door, I had to fucking earn it by proving to them, hey, you know, I can play, I'm doing shit, you know, right. I'm doing the whole fucking thing. But it was one of those situations, like, I remember, this is so fucking funny, like, looking back on the whole thing now. Um, the first time I met Jay Weinberg, we were at Conan, and Jay Weinberg of Slipknot, everybody. Yeah. Um, we were at Conan and Mastodon. So my dad was playing with Zappa Plays Zappa in New York. And Mastodon was there doing Conan one of the nights. So we went and hung out with the Mastodon guys, friends of ours for a while now, you know? And it was amazing because the guests were Mastodon and fucking Borat. Okay. Oh, wow. so I got to fucking hang out with those fucking guys. And like the whole thing is fucking incredible. But yeah, I met Jay Weinberg for the first time. Such a cool guy. You know, we instantly hit it off, became little buddies you know and okay. jay is one of those guys that um you know a lot of 
rock stars sons or famous musician sons have all sorts of issues deep-seated shit i got my shit but for the most part like i turned out pretty good in comparison to the rest of the fucking bunch you know yeah. and um jay is the same way you know jay's fucking super cool sweetheart of a fucking guy and we were talking about dw we both had dw because both of our dads played dw and this whole thing and i remember he was telling me like yeah you know we got a great deal on on my kit that was like a like a four or five p or six or seven piece kit you know what i mean big enough you know but as well as they got a great deal like yeah like how much you get yours for and i was like Oh, they made me mine for free. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't pay for mine. Like, we're the same age, all that shit. And like, I got like a Terry Bozio kit. Like, I had three bass drums, like Damn, three, son. three rack, three rack toms, two um mounted floors and two regular floors, like a rack, like the whole fucking shebang. Like, I went full Danny Carey because I was like, fuck it, YOLO. You know what I mean? Like, you gotta fucking go all out and I only use like half or a quarter of my kit that I still have like all these drums like piled yeah. up in the back. Cause, well, that's kind of cool. Cause you can assemble like different style kits. Yeah, you know? yeah really exactly. Cool. 100%. And I'll do that. It's like, cool. I'll leave my regular kit set up and then I'll bring like a cocktail kit with the 10 inch and a fucking, you know what I mean? Like totally. some weird shit or whatever. Um, but yeah, like I remember that being weird. Like you wait, you're, you're like Max Weinberg's son. Like you didn't get your shit for free. But it's like, I guess my dad has probably sold more DW kids than, than Max Weinberg. They hooked it up. But it's funny thinking like they he was trying to get like with DW and they were kind of like brushing him off. And so he went with SJC and then he like joined Slipknot and is like in the biggest fucking metal band yeah, or perhaps yeah. the biggest fucking band yeah. in the fucking world. And like DW kind of like blew it on Jay Weinberg. But they yeah. still got Raymond Bozio who played at Rembrandt's Bar and Kitchen uh, last night in fucking Yorba <laughs> Linda, California. It's like I got a lot of com- I got a lot of compliments on my drum set last night. Yeah. Just from the drunk guys yeah i did i did at least get two compliments on my kit so yeah there you go i'll fucking take that for so someone's mom and <laughs> an old man dude i almost got in a fight last night it oh, was about weird, that. yeah what i mean was this with, with the cover band last night yeah so this is with the cover band and the cover okay. band's fucking wild dude because the guitar player right. singer uh is this friend of mine courtney and he's just a fucking wild man dude i call him coco for short, because yeah. I know he does a shitload of cocaine and, you know, <laughs> Joey Coco Diaz. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, he'll be the first to fucking admit Wait, it. He'll so fucking he'll your, shout it from the world. Are your sets like four hours long? Yeah, it was basically three and a half hours. Like okay. we had a half hour break, mm-hmm. but we did like, you know, hour 30, hour 30 or hour 45, hour right. 45. Well, now okay. I know why you've been drinking. Okay. Cause there's no way I'm doing a fucking three hours. I know I'm getting beers. wasted. That's that. that's, I was definitely, I cranked down a couple Guinness last night for sure. But oh, that's that other thing where it's like, you got to find the sweet balance, especially with drumming. You know, you got to be All on right. time. See, yeah, being a shit. vocalist, you can really kind of push you, the limit. You can fucking come I'm out on a wheelchair go- as a vocalist. <laughs> I'm going to go like the chances of me stage diving and doing the crazy stuff that I do increase a lot. If, yeah. I, if, I, if I'm a shot, a couple of shots in. You 100%. Know I mean? Yeah, yeah. Get, I'll, get do, all I'll do it without. Up. I'll do it without. But if I'm lubed up the show gets more explosive yeah exactly and i like you know i like one one to four drinks while i'm playing 
but like that's like the yeah. cutoff like once like i can't go past four because then it's like yeah, yeah. the timing starts to oh, get right. shaky i don't like, think i can older. drink more than four drinks in an, in a night yeah see i i'm like four is like where i get going and yeah, then okay. like right. i start from right. there you know what i mean but i'm also fucking whatever however many pounds and feet taller than you right. so it is True. what it is um and in the bozio jeans you know you got to think about those too uh but fuck what were we just talking about the cover the drinking? Oh, the show, the show yeah. yeah so yeah my friend he's a fucking wild man and he goes and jumps on the tables while people are playing he's got like wireless and he's like shredding fucking dave Grohl shit and doing solos oh and man stepping on fucking people's table yeah and so like part of it is really cool and then part of it's fucking man. annoying as fuck yeah you're just like all right dude you're doing like a fucking four minute solo right now like i just like i start to lay out and i'll like it'll get to the point where it's like i was playing a groove and i might have even been like kind of soloing or doing fills along with him and like kind of call and answer and shit and then I'm just like, all right, now I'm just doing time on the hi-hat, like just waiting for him to fucking finish this fucking solo. You know what I mean? <laughs> but we finished playing and there's like some definite babes in the audience. And so I'm like, all right, this is cool. Like I'm definitely not opposed to this single man. Um, and I like, there's these three, like a group of like three hot chicks that keep looking at me. And like, as I'm like tearing my shit down. I keep looking back. Are you the like, only young member of your band? What's what are the no, ages? No, they're, they're they're this this band is all we're all around the same age. Okay. And okay. and everybody else in the band is fairly good looking. The bass player is married with a kid, so he's okay. kind of like over it. Out. The other guitar player who's jacked, he's got a girlfriend, so he's mm. out. He looks kind of like Thor. And then it's like me and Courtney are the fucking, you know, uh, we're the single guys. And Courtney's like a fucking Muppet. He's like five seven, five nine, fucking one forty-five uh long blonde hair you know what i mean he's just like he's a total fucking character but you know he's got swag whatever and so yeah it's definitely it's definitely <laughs> he's got that two cocaine swag he's definitely got you know there's something about him he's he's kept me around for as fucking wild as he is you know what i mean and i should have fucking dipped out many times ago it's like all right there's there's some charm there's some charisma the opposite of adam bazzini <laughs> so, holy shit and so we um you know we finished the show and yeah keep looking back at these girls and like they're like i'm starting to notice it like for me it's one of those things where i don't I don't want to like go up to somebody and be like, Hey, how's it going? What's your name? Oh, you're really pretty. Like, well, what do you have a boyfriend? Like this whole kind of fucking thing, you know, it's just like, I don't care. Like it has to be like a moment where we are completely sinking or like you have to come up to me. Cause like, I just, or we get introduced, you know, but other than that, like I'm either like too shy or I just don't have the fucking energy to get rejected. Don't play that. Dude, What's yeah. that? I said, yeah, I don't rain and don't play that. I don't have the energy for rejection. Um, but anyway, fucking yeah. The, like now I start to make eyes with like the hottest of these three girls. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then she <laughs> gives me the fucking finger. And I'm like, oh, okay. I just like put all my drum, like everything I start setting up and I go over and I'm like, Hey, what's going on? She's like, hi. She introduces herself and her two friends, blah, blah, blah. And then like, as soon as she introduces me to the two friends, she leaves I'm like, okay, oh. whatever. Like I got, I got like foisted on to the two friends, which is totally fine. I'll, I'll take it. You know what I mean? They're still beautiful women. Like I'm no complaints, whatever, but it wasn't like the, the shining star that I was going after, whatever. And so I started hanging out with this one girl and she's like, yeah, like I'm a nerd and like, I'm a super, like, like I'm a mathlete basically. And I do like, uh, 
some sort of weird statistics shit for like work. You know what I mean? Like super math science girl. And then she like brings up jujitsu and I'm like, Oh cool. Like I'm super into jujitsu and I'm like 10th planet for life. And she's like, oh, I do 10th planet. Like, okay, cool. We're starting to fucking hit it off. And we're talking, we're sitting ordering bar <laughs> drinks at the bar. And then like these two dudes across the way from the bar, and th- this is Orange County, guys. So mm. we're not dealing with the West Hollywood crew here. But I'm very bro. There's these two dudes Flat arm bros. in arm, you know what I mean? Kind of like getting really close. And this girl like just starts talking shit right away. She's like, are these guys going to kiss? She's like, hey, you guys should kiss. You know what I mean? I'm like, uh, what, what's going on here? You know, <laughs> and the two guys like they're they're kind of laughing and like joking at the whole thing. They're like, OK, and they actually like they're bros. And so they're like, I'll kiss this man. So like they kissed each other. You know, it wasn't like they made out or whatever. But it was like, oh, that's kind of like funny, whatever. Cool. And then the one dude walks away and then another dude walks up to him. And this girl is like talking more shit. And she's like, hey, why don't you kiss again? You loot like what's up with all you guys? Like you're getting like all into each other. I'm like, what? Like, why are you like so aggro? Like what's yeah. going on? Like, can't these bros just hang out? Like sometimes bros just need to feel each other. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just need to <laughs> you need to bond. You need that physical touch. You need to hug or, you know, you get arm in arm and you just do your thing. It is what it is. Some people maybe touchy are homophobes feeling. or maybe are uncomfortable by that. I'm whatever. pretty touchy feeling when I'm drunk. I'm not going to lie. It, yeah. Dude, well, I, you know, I know firsthand. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so, yeah. So this other dude who's with the, the dude who's sitting down, he's like, you want to go? I'll fight you right now. And to the girl? I'm like, to us. Because I'm oh, looking no. at him. I'm looking at him just smiling, like laughing at this whole thing. Because this girl's just like going off. Like, what the fuck am I going to do? I'm just sitting here. I just finished playing drinking. And this guy's like, just do something right now. I'll fucking fight you. And I'm thinking like, oh, yeah, he's joking. Like, I kind of smile it off. And he's like, don't look at me again. Don't look at me again. And I, like, I look right back at him. I'm like what like are we, are we gonna fight right now like is this gonna happen and his friend has to hold him back and apparently he got really fucking aggro and pissed just because this girl was talking shit and like shit almost went down security had to like step in and fucking damn. escort the guy you know what i mean but i was like damn uh, what? Is this a- and it was all this girl's fault all this girl's fault she was just talking shit which it cracked me up you know what i mean it was definitely entertaining like i was into it but it was also at the same time like Yo, like live and let live. Like, I know you're like five feet tall and a girl, and like people won't fuck with you, but like I'm a six foot, like okay looking man, and like some people are like intimidated or pissed off by that or whatever. Like, sometimes I get it. Like, I just have that look where you want to kick my ass. Like, <laughs> go for it. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. But like, that's not my fault. And I'm not like doing anything to like, you know, aggravate Provoke, this guy whatsoever. Yeah. I'm just laughing at this fucking girl who's fucking talking shit. And yeah. Shit almost went down, but it was it was narrowly avoided. First of all, this is another like, great reason we, to we, not drink. We're gonna fight. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, not everyone is the type of person that that girl is. I wouldn't call other people out when I was wasted. I, not neither would you guys. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, it, it was a wild it, night. It's a personality type. Absolutely, of someone and, you know, who gets once, wasted. Once you hit, and once you hit a certain amount of drinks in the night, you're feeling cocky and you're doing yeah. this whole thing. Then all that shit fucking comes into play, but right. it, it is what it is. I made it out narrowly Good. with my life. You know what I mean? Could have been. And you got a, yourself a new girlfriend too. On top of that. <laughs> 100% bro. No, that, that was actually, yeah. Part of the problem is like, after that, that girl was like, I never do this to anybody like, but I really like you. 
And she just kept telling me that, that, like, throughout the whole night, she's like, I don't like anybody. That's the problem. Like, you seem like cool and smart and all this stuff. Blah, blah. I was like, first of all, I'm not smart. You got the wrong guy. <laughs> and like, cool. Like, I don't know. That's questionable. You know what I mean? I might be okay looking, but like, realistically, like we just met, like, how can you like me? Like you saw me playing drums there. Like, yeah, maybe I killed it on the drums, but like I could, we could have absolutely nothing in common other than jujitsu and drinking alcohol. You know what I mean? Like seriously. So it was a little, little strange. And then she ended up leaving her car in my phone. So before this podcast started, you told us deliver. it was your friend. I'm glad you explained. This. I mean, it was a friend, you know, it was, it was a good night. It was a good night, but you know, I think Sounds like, like we're probably, we're probably, well, no, we, we got a good amount of time. Do you usually do two hours, hour and a half? Uh, We've been doing shorter podcasts yeah. lately, actually. Also my back's kind of flaring up. So I All right, so like we'll, we'll we gotta I cut it short because Naveen's back's flaring up. This I mean, is perfect. I, I, I think we close wiggling out. around. With, I think we close out with the salvia story. All right, All right I, let's I, do I agree it. with that. That's a well, good story to close out on. Here's the salvia story. Naveen didn't do salvia. Boom. <laughs> Naveen was the only person. <laughs> really, <laughs> I didn't remember that. I had no idea that you didn't do salvia. Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, Naveen, because that was during Naveen's era of like no drugs at all. Really, mm-hmm. like you did. You did a little bit of mushrooms once. You did a little bit of Molly, and I remember you smoking weed like once. Listen to but, this like, memory that I this never kid has. Weed, this memory, the memory on you is insane. I I remember all stupid shit like this. It's fucking yeah, yeah. completely meaningless. You know what I mean? Well, but like, yeah, I all that shit just sticks with me because like, yeah, like that was such a vivid time in my life you know like yeah. all yeah. that shit i i can really but yeah you guys anyway. were you and i don't know if we should call him out by name but a, a friend of ours mm-hmm. was doing no we're gonna call him out by name Doug <laughs> champion <laughs> yeah Our you know friend... what? i just talked to him a couple of weeks ago for the first time in years oh really I, yeah I, I saw him like a couple years ago when i was bouncing at velvet margarita he was like part of a production crew for that movie tag that came out with like Jeremy Renner. It was like about a bunch of adults that continue a tag game that like started when they were like little kids or some shit. Wow. And, um, they're really, that, yeah. they're really wow. just, I don't know digging. why I remember this shit. They're really just <laughs> digging shit. for stories in Hollywood nowadays. What's that? They're really just digging for stories in Hollywood oh, nowadays. I, I, I got them all, you know? So, um, Doug, no, no, to- I mean that in Hollywood, they're the movies, for- they're reaching. The movies oh, they, are yeah. coming no, up. Abs- that like- was one of those ones where it was like, tag, tag the fucking movie, <laughs> like for real. Are we going to have a movie called Hide and Go Seek? Like, are we going to have I'm a fucking sure movie called one. fucking Ring Around the Rosie? God damn it. Like- About a game, <laughs> a continuation of a Ring Around the Rosie game. From when a you fucking were children's game. London Bridge is falling down. Like, what the fuck? R- dude? Riveting. Dude, now I'm just looking yeah. at you like just thinking of you as being a wrestler. Like, I am I wanna, too. I want to hear that that shit talking. Though. Well, you I also think oh, that's such a good idea. <laughs> it's such a good idea because you know more about wrestling than any person I've ever encountered. Even ones yeah. who are obsessed with wrestling, like you know yeah. everything. It's that weird steel trap shit, and then yeah, yeah. like I just love talking shit. I love yeah. talking shit more than anything. Like I love being a positive person, and I love encouraging my friends, and I love bringing everybody up. But I fucking love talking shit so much. It just it gets me like whatever, like whatever. Hating, bro. Yeah, hating yeah. is so fun. It can be so fucking fun. I try to not be a hater, but 
It is what it is. Dude, you gotta be like Macho Man and have like little props when you're talking shit. Dude. Oh like man, a little... bro. Well, I already got. Will what's your gimmick? We'll, we're gonna. We're gonna. We're Why gonna can't get... we talk about it? I want to know. Do you want to talk? Okay, we'll, we'll get into the wrestling and then we'll finish with the salad. Okay, story. perfect. All right. All right. So me and my friend Crow, who's a fucking amazing friend, he's a, a wrestler as well, and he is also an adult film star and a magician. So he basically decided to do what everybody wanted to do when they were 12 years old. He did all of them. Yeah. <laughs> he True. was like, all right, I'm going to be a porn star, be a magician, and a pro wrestler. Yeah. Like, fuck the bullshit. Got it. So, yeah, fucking great. And sweetest guy ever. Um, we have a gimmick. or I've been coming up with this gimmick uh, because we're both into kind of like BDSM and like, you know, all that kind of weird kinky sex stuff. And so I was like, the perfect gimmick for us is pain and pleasure. Like that's our fucking tag team name. We're pain and pleasure. And like right. we fucking Which come out pain? and I, I, I know, had like in my who's pleasure and who's pain. Who's pain. Right. So in my mind, I'm like, <laughs> obviously I'm pleasure. Like if you see Crow, especially, Crow is like my height, probably 20, 30 pounds on me, and like tattooed, shaved head. Like he looks like pain. If you're gonna be fucking pain, like this is the fucking guy. And I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm kind of like the pretty boy, whatever. I could totally be pleasure. Like, this is fucking amazing. And, and the kind of shit talking I do, I'm like, yeah, I could be like the cocky, whatever. And so we, we start talking about this whole thing. And I'm like, yeah, it's going to be great. I'll be rain and pain. You'll be like, or I'll be a uh, rain and pleasure and you'll be crow pain or whatever the fuck. And he's like, well, uh, I want to be pleasure. <laughs> and I'm like. He had this whole thing like, all right. Yeah, I had it all mapped out in my head. But I was like, you know what? Like the person that Crow is too, he is like infinitely as nice as I am, infinitely nicer than me. Like it is so hard to get him to say a bad word about anybody. Like no matter what, like he's always just like, oh, well, they're just, you know, this and that. It's always like he's so fucking sweet and so understanding and like cool and accepting of people. It's like, okay, you know what? Like, it actually makes sense. I could totally see you as pleasure and I could fucking be pain. I'll just fucking go into that psycho mentality. I'm like, I could totally bring out, yeah, that like evil character. Yeah. And then we kind of talk about it a little more and it's like, you know what? What if we're both pain and pleasure? And okay. that's the fucking idea is you never know what you're getting from either Whoa. of us. You're going to get pain yeah. or pleasure. Whoa, yeah. dude, and that was the twist. We are both. <laughs> night, we, like, the, the, the question which one of you is pain and pleasure? The answer, yes. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's also like some so, Zen stuff in there, too. Why yeah, yeah. Yeah, some meme, some meme stuff right there. <laughs> um, so, yeah, one day pain and pleasure will be a tag team, and uh, we'll make that shit happen. I don't know about the outfits yet. I don't know about mm. all the other stuff, but I know that that's, like, our fucking gimmick. We're just, like, we're both about the same height. I'm working on getting a little bit bigger, but, like, we're just going to be two big fucking scary dudes who can either give you pain or pleasure, depending on what you're looking for. I'm trying to see that yeah. when yeah. you, when you do wrestle, I want to drive down and see that. Yeah. Well, we're, I'm going to have to juice you up though, dude. Yeah. We're going to have to juice you up, dude. Get y'all yeah. huge. I might need to start hitting the test just a little, <laughs> bit. Just a little bit, but you know, yeah. we'll, we'll get there. We'll see. We'll see what happens over this next year. Like I'm taking this whole year to just like bulk, like sweet potatoes and like a pound and a half of meat. Yeah. every fucking day and creatine and like wow you know doing Damn all the going. fucking shit i can yeah to try and just get up like if i hit 
190, I'll be happy. Like I'm at like 175 right now. Oh, really? And like, yeah, it's pretty like, you know, but it's because I was kind of shredding for a little while. I like bulk shredded, bulk shredded. Yeah, yeah. So right. now I'm back to bulking again. And I'm just going to go until I hit like 190. Wow. I don't know. It, it might take a couple of years, but, but it doesn't so matter. you I'm are gonna... open to steroids. I'm not open to steroids. I'm open to testosterone. Okay. What's the testosterone? Difference? I don't know. Uh, TRT or whatever. Uh, yeah. 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 It's naturally occurring. And like a lot of men, even people who aren't athletes, yeah, take like once, it. once they hit their late thirties, they start kind of taking testosterone. You know, you, you just okay, naturally totally. your body produces that. less of it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So I feel completely comfortable taking that. Whereas like steroids, Maybe I would take it if some dude from the wrestling industry like fucking held my hand through the whole fucking thing. But then again, like, too, I'm just I'm afraid of any like negative repercussions that it could have. So it's just it's yeah. not even worth it. Whereas like testosterone, like, OK, what's the worst that could fucking happen? You know, right. That's I'll, going to deplete over time anyway. So you're just helping yourself, essentially. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we'll we'll stay tuned as I do these quarterly updates <laughs> or tertiary updates. <laughs> Because this is this is the second of really? I'm gonna get four in before the end of the year, as Conor McGregor said, the year of COVID. I'm gonna fight four times this year. <laughs> I proceeded to fight once, <laughs> but, but yeah, it's it's uh you know it's just something I got to do. I want to do, and I want to do like tag team wrestling. That way, I can be a little lazier and I can like rely oh, yeah. on other people. I don't. It doesn't have to be like all on me. Totally. Yeah, yeah, and I feel but, like you can. You, even be the personality can come out more, even if when you're on the side of the ring, you know, because exactly. You can, so it gives you yeah. a little more opportunity to do that. And we'll probably have a manager to like some sort of, you know, person with us. Not sure if it's going to be a guy or a girl. I was kind of thinking a girl is like a good idea, like a sexy dominatrix outfit who kind of like had us both on like chains and shit, like walking out. You <laughs> oh, know yeah. what I mean? Like had to like unleash us from the chains. That would be really match, cool. You know? Right. Like this is like, it's like definitely a hard PG 13, but like just <laughs> right under the level. Yeah. You know what I mean? We want to we not hit R. But anyway, the time we did Salvia. <laughs> so fucking holy shit. We're going to, we're going to, we're, we got to close out with this because right, I have to get the story out. It's this, this was okay. so fucking wild. Our friend Doug Champion brings over Salvia for us to do. And this is, this is at our, I mean, I'm fucking 22. Cheney's probably 22, 23. Naveen's like 26, 27, yeah, so. something like yeah. that, right? Yeah. And we're all just experimental phase. Let's fucking do it, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> like, let's try new shit. You know what I mean? I'm smoking like hash. I'm doing all these fucking crazy different things. Uh, you know, we had done probably the 2CI before this, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And I so think that's why I didn't do it. I was like, you know what? We just did the two CI and shit. I'm like, and, and the bath salts chill. too. You guys had that bad bath salts and um, salvia was like right hand in hand with bath salts. I don't know if we've told that story on the podcast, but that was the bath salts. Yeah. We're gonna get yeah, into that. that. So I, I want you guys we'll tell to tell the that salvia story, story next story time. Later time. Yeah, yeah. So Doug brings over some fucking salvia, and he's like, "Well, yeah, we can't smoke weed or whatever." So you know, salvia like passes a drug test, and that's that's the whole fucking thing. All right, well, cool, whatever. So me being the fucking guy I am, I'll go first. I'll try oh, it. Oh, yeah, Let's yeah. Do okay. It. Yeah. I was so there all... the whole time, like chilling. Yeah, we were on rain. Yeah. We were it was all sitting on Raynan's bed. Yeah. Yeah. The four of us in my room sitting on my bed so we can monitor each other and our salvia experiences <laughs> right. because we knew it's going to be a short thing, but like we wanted to see like what happens with everybody. 
So um, I'm like, all right, I want to put my one of my favorite Japanese jazz fusion bands, Cassiopeia. I'm going to put their DVD on because it's like super positive, fun, like just funky music. Everybody check out Cassiopeia. Cassiopeia rules. They're amazing. Fucking rule. You guys have been getting into them? A little bit. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even remember that you had put on the Cassiopeia DVD. Yeah, Yeah, Cassiopeia is my fucking shit. No recollection. Actually, like when I went to record uh, the JFAC thing, like Jason yeah. was like all into Cassiopeia and shows. They're they're fucking incredible, right? Yeah. yeah. So Akira Jimbo, dude, one of the best drummers of all fucking time. And yeah. So and I Akira is the one who showed me Cassiopeia, this band that he'd been in for years. I had only known him as like the crazy MIDI guy. But when okay. I went over to Japan, he gave me their DVD that they had just done. And I put it in. I was like, I didn't know what the fuck to expect. And it's like, dude, this sounds like Sega Dreamcast music. Yeah. Like this yeah. is like fucking like Mario Kart, like whatever, like Every video game that you've played was influenced by Cassiopeia. Like they set the standard for like music that would get fucking, you know, copied in video games, et cetera. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to put this on because like, yeah, it's only good vibes. Like it's 100% going to be good vibes. Put it on my PlayStation and I take this fucking hit. And the whole world starts fucking turning and melting like a Ferris wheel. I felt like I was legit on a Ferris wheel. I fell onto the bed and I'm just laughing like the hardest, craziest, fucking happiest laugh I could have ever fucking imagined. And (laughs) Naveen comes up to me and there was like something from the DVD that had like a little like a ticket, like a concert ticket or whatever. And he's like, did you go to this concert? Is this a ticket to the concert? Like while I'm tripping? And for some reason, like I knew it wasn't a ticket to the concert, but Naveen asking me that question, I was just like, how could that be a ticket to the fucking concert? Like, I thought it was the funniest thing. Like Naveen just asked me the best question in the world and you guys are all cracking up, like laughing, like Rain was losing it. And like, yeah, I just remember kind of like laying on the side of my bed and like everything was just going by like a fucking wheel, like, like mega ferris wheel vibes mm-hmm. and then like and slow-mo to everything's like whoa like is this a concert? <laughs> i'm like fuck and i slowly start coming back it's like okay all right yeah yeah that was like that was fun that was cool i'm not sure if i would do that again but like we did it whatever yeah all good then Cheney's up next. Cheney's like, all right, I'm going to fucking do this, whatever. Cheney takes like a big ass fucking blast. And Cheney's the first one that's like. Looking if for those of you listening, she's just kind of like staring. And then she kind of like turns her head a little bit and is like, what's going on here? She's like, am I here? Yeah. She's oh, like, yeah. Am, am I am I here? And I was like, yeah, yeah like you were like, yeah, you're here. Like you're with us, Cheney. Like, but you kept you kept saying you're tripping. You're tripping. And that like haunted the experience for me. And it made it a really bad experience because I took that with me into the trip. And I had the same sensation. I felt like I was like melting into the bed. But for me, what what appeared was like the the queen's chessboard from Alice in Wonderland. Do you know what yeah. I, that whole scene? And it was all just reds around me, like hills of reds. And I just could hear you're tripping, you're tripping. And it, See, and it, you kept, you kept asking like, where am I? Where am I? So we we're like, Oh you're, yeah, you're tripping. Like that's what we were telling. Right. You I know. And that ended up making it a really weird trip. But I, 
I don't really remember much that happened after that, but I do know that I have not done salvia since that moment. And after that, I was like, I'm never doing this again. Me neither. And I definitely felt the same after that. And I remember, yeah, like I remember you were just like, wait, am I here? Like, yeah, like it was wow. like this whole thing where like you kept like asking and we were like, we we didn't know when you had like finished tripping. Yeah. So we were just like, oh, like what's going on with Cheney? Like you were the first one who was like, is this really happening? We're like, yeah, like we're all like just with you, you know, whatever. Having a good time, blah, blah, blah. That's so funny. And so, yeah. And then you came back to Earth and that was fucking great. Yeah. And then our boy Doug, our boy Doug goes for the big bowl. He fucking fills that ball. I think it was your bong or somebody's bong at the fucking time. This big ass fucking bong filled it with fucking salvia. And our boy went over to the other side hard. He was fucking staring at the ground. He was like shaking. (laughs) (laughs) He started. (laughs) This is not funny, but it is funny because we're all okay. He starts drooling and shit, and he's like, "Doug's not that. here, man. Doug's Doug's not here. <laughs> Doug's yeah. like, we're like, what the fuck, dude? Holy shit!" And he's like, oh, 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 "I almost thought he was like, pretending, dude. We were freaking out, and I remember I we recorded everybody's thing, and I wish I still had those recordings Whoa. of everybody tripping and how we were don't. reacting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was fucking insane. Cause like, yeah." We, we didn't know if Doug was going to come back for a second. We we're just like, oh, shit. And we're then, not. like, afterwards, he was just, like, shocked. Like, dude, like, <laughs> he had just fucking seen the devil. And I remember him texting me, like, days later, be like, dude, I'm still thinking about this fucking Salvia trip. Like, I'm still thinking about what happened and, like, where I went. Like, he he went into, like, the DMT zone. Like, he crossed over. It was it was insane. He was in a whole nother... He, like, was talking about how he went through a dimension. Like, he went through a portal and felt like he came out the other side. And, like, everybody was there, but they, like, weren't, you know? Yeah. It was fucking crazy shit. You but. know, I lied earlier because I said that 2CI was the most intense visual experience that I've had, but it was actually Salvia. Salvia changed... I haven't done DMT, but but it seems to be like a setting resetter in the same way that DMT flips the setting that you're in. You don't yeah. feel like you are where you're at. And I yeah. very much felt like that on Salvia. Like I was not in your room anymore. I was on the queen's chessboard. That was so and wild. That Where's was the like, world. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't do enough. Like I felt like I think maybe the, the like the it burnt my lungs or something to where like. I definitely did considerably less than you guys. Cause like I knew where I was the whole time. Like, even though wow. the fucking whole world was like sloshing, like I knew Naveen was there. Like I knew you guys were like behind me, like laughing. And like, I was, I remember the fucking, <laughs> the Cassio Pia song that it was fight man is the wow. name of it. So check out fight man. If you guys want to fucking do some right. salvia, how insane that that was legal for so many years. People is it can- not still legal? I, like, have I feel no like idea. it might be really, I, I mean, I haven't been in any well, head shops like looking for it, me either. but like, I remember that was the time of like spice, bath salts and like salvia. It was, and it was starting to come to the forefront of like, these things are worse than the drugs that they are like yeah. mimicking, you know bath what I mean? Salts, uh, 
I don't think that people had heard about like the face, the zombie thing and eating off eating, people's no, faces 100%, at that, that was, point. You guys did it way before the fucking oh, way zombie before, yeah. Way yeah, before. Like a year before. Right, before. yeah. That's insane to me that those things, you can just flip a molecule in a drug and you can put it out and sell it at stores <laughs> to kids. <laughs> Yeah. And now it's legal. Insane. As long as you're 18, yeah. you can fucking buy salvia and go to fucking space. You can smoke spice joints every fucking day and literally lose your fucking mind. Right. And then you can do bath salts and eat somebody's face off. You know, welcome to America. But weed yeah. is really bad for you. Weed, Marijuana mushrooms, mushrooms, acid, DMT, right. all these things that have been nothing but amazing and fun and great to me and way better than all those fucking synthetic ones. Like I should have just stuck with those. Like yeah. I had I known that, Stick like the yeah, mushrooms ones. and acid. Like that's the fucking way to go. Fuck right. this big shit. <laughs> All right, man. Totally. Well, yeah, I gotta get out of this chair. It's like really. All cool. right. Oh, this is this is perfect. We uh, did we hit two hours? No, we're at one thirty nine. One thirty nine. That's close. good. There I'm we go. down. Record record for the longest. It's like three hours something. But it was someone who was here. Yeah. All right. Well, next right. one of these days. All right, All right love brother. you, man. Good talking to you. See you soon, love you bro. guys. Peace. Have a good night.